the guy's wife is dead. You think a guy with no fingers is going to find another woman? Even worse, when he comes home by himself, he won't even be able to jerk off properly because you robbed that man of his dignity. Welcome to the Black Irish Podcast. episode of the Black Irish Podcast with myself, Brendan McCorkle, and the main man, Mike Crawford. How you doing, Mike? Good, Brendo. How you doing today, man? I'm good, dude. Good. <laughs> Just got through uh, Mother's Day weekend. Success. Great success. So that's nice. Uh, did have to, that. you know, hit up Target for the Mother's Day cards because it's like Hallmark sucks now or they're out of business. CVS or Rite Aid or Thrifty, whatever. Isn't that great? Target's always, you know. Card Central. Write your own card, man. Come from the heart. Come from the heart. I make my kids write their own cards. I'm too old for that shit. You're lucky you're getting a card from a mid-30s-year-old man. How about that? Mm-hmm. Not for Mother's Day, but for, like, in general. <laughs> Mother's, general. Mother's Day, buddy. You miss Mother's Day, you might punch your bags off front. Actually, so I'm, a, ter- I'm a fucking terrible son. My mom's only gotten, like, text messages. She got a necklace a while ago, a few years ago. But I mean, other than that, it's like text messages. better messages. than forgetting. Just don't forget. No, it's not a forgetting thing, okay. even though I forget a lot of shit, dude. I'll write something down, walk away, and be like, what did I just, what was I thinking? I don't know. But, dude, that's you... the episode, but, oh, go ahead. Go. No, no, no. You go. You go. I just want to start the episode by being just funny and tell people not to judge us because today you have a t-shirt, I have a collar shirt, and half the time we have on sports gear. So today we went a little different. Yeah, I actually, I went uh, I went plain white tee as usual for my standard walk around shit. So I was just, you know, whatever. And then you're looking all Lacoste <laughs> fresh right now. Nah, not Lacoste fresh. So what happened is I ran out of a little bummy clothes to wear because it's laundry day. So I had to actually grab like clothes out the closet. <laughs> I don't think I've worn a college shirt since the pandemic. I wore my first pair of jeans this week since the pandemic started, so they felt extra tight. I need to lose some weight. It's all good, though. <laughs> hey, it's all good. Hey, it's never too late to start 30 Days of Pain, Mike. But I, I was noticing it. when I was getting the cards at Target for Mother's Day, Did you have you been in Target lately? Mm, I no. Not I lately enough. Dude, they're trying to make Target like a hangout spot. Like, I know people go, like, honestly, for, like, my circle of parents or whatever, Target is like a getaway. It's like, hey, I'm going to Target. Everybody knows you're gone for an hour and a half because you're just wandering around so that you're alone. (laughs) I get it. Target is trying to make their stores more hangout friendly. Like, they change, like, instead of having aisles everywhere, the middle sections, they're switching to, like, be clothes-centric and more free-flowing, like a a mall-type situation. They have fucking charger stations now, like towers and charger yes. stations for your phone. But don't they have a Starbucks in there, though, right? Yeah, but they've always had a Starbucks in most of them. Now it's like all of them. So now it's like not only do you have charging stations, you have tables, you have stuff to eat. They always have that shitbag little, uh, you know, pizza and pretzels, soda stand, whatever. But like charging stations in Target, that's aggressive, don't you think? I like yeah, Target, but, but not the, that much. I mean, we're both from the city, so we're not used to it. If you go somewhere in, like, these rural south cities, like Target, Walmart, like, those are the hangout spots. Like, they hang out at the gas station, bro. <laughs> they aren't as lucky as we are. Sorry to say so. So why don't they do it by region? region? Why does Southern California, why can't I just go in and get my shit? Well, I mean, somebody must have be asking, like, yo, some things. I mean, they must I think somebody at Target was just like, <laughs> hey, let's embrace this thing where parents want to get away from their kids. And let's just make this target a, a fun place to be. I don't well, know. another side of that is they understand that what's coming, like the world is opening up, and kids are going to want to get out the house, and parents are too. They've been stuck in there too, so like, bro, that's true. Let's give them somewhere to come keep their feet up. That's and a good point. Because starting in June, the rush of people just wanting to be out of the house after being in there for what sixteen months now. March of last year, yeah. when, what, an extra three months? So 15 months, almost 16 months when June, because D.C. fully opens June 11th. So June 11th, 
full opening, like everything, bars, clubs, full capacity, everything. Nice. So, so that means in 2025 um, in Southern California, I'll get to uh, go to a restaurant. <laughs> if DC's open, California should be pretty much close to open. DC has been it, no. California's like actually made some open. some big strides, but Los uh, Angeles County is just the fucking worst. It's the worst. I mean, but you know everyone's packed in there, so I yeah. would be extra careful too. Like that's yeah. where it's going. Like when you know when you lift registration, everyone's just going to pack back in like sardines. So like, let's hold for a second. Let get more people get vaccine, but that's also what do you or let the dummies right. kill each other off. I'm fine with that too. Call it well, loser island. Put them it, all man. there. So, so that's the whole thing. It's just going to be them passing the people who could possibly die. So that's why I said island. Put them all on an island. Let oh, them just infect okay. each other. Go, hey, free club opening. It's on an island. Anybody that's like, fuck yeah, they deserve to go. And then you just, think, it's a one way trip. And I think all uh, NBA arenas should do the, because I saw a game last week, I think Milwaukee. So you come in, they'll vaccine you. If you want to be vaccinated, they'll give you a vaccination at the game. I think all the arenas should have a, a spot for that. Like, vaccine everybody. Yeah, but the vaccine isn't instant. It's not like fucking. Kryptonite on Superman. No, but I mean, I'm guessing you got to come back for the round two, but at least you like. Unless they give him the blood clot shot. Or they give him the Johnson Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, be so that is a nice luxury, that. though. It's like, hey, go go to the game, get a shot. You're all good. Boom. Two for one deal. Two for one deal. <laughs> oh, man. Well, apropos of nothing, I got a bidet. How do you feel about bidets? Love bidets. Do you? I don't know. That's a weird thing with guys sometimes. I, mean, I it's use like, wet wipes, so yeah, not for the whole world to know, but yes, I use wet wipes when, yeah. I, when I go number boo-boo. I don't know. Some people are just homophobic hillbillies, and they're like, none of my but asshole. Actually, yeah, no, I, I, have, I have homeboys like that. I have friends like that, and they think the power is too, there's too much power. Like, Well, you have to get, like adjust, a, you have to get adjustable... Water pressure, adjustable <laughs> fan, temperature, heat seat. We, I mean, we went. For yeah, you got to get it to you. You got to get your. You got to get it to your, you. Got to get your, your groove on. Yeah. So I had a humble who had one in his house. It wasn't a full bidet. It was just a seat. Mm-hmm. Well, that's saying, that's but, what they basically are. Oh, okay. Actual bidets. Fuck those things with the knobs. I don't want to be reaching behind <laughs> me doing knobs and shit. I want pulsing. I want electronics in my shit. That's what we yeah, got. Yeah, so that's the first time I ever. You actually, that was before I actually started using wet wipes. Actually, so long ago. Maybe your friend introduced you to butthole cleanliness. You should thank him. He he definitely did. It was what is bidet years. etiquette, by the way? Like, if you were to have a bidet in your house, would you be weird about other people using it? No, right? No, I mean it's just, a, it's just water spraying it. your asshole. It's not like it's yeah. communal. Wa- like you're not sharing it. It's not your butts are washing at the same time, cheek to cheek or anything. (laughs) Hope nobody tries to drink it. Well, that's just toilet water. It's the same shit. But do you know in an emergency? Drink toilet water. Hey, do you know in an emergency you can drink the water in the back of the tank on the toilet because it hasn't run through the system yet? It's not super clean water, but it's not polluted water. If you actually boil that water, it's clean water. Just so you know, unless there's arsenic in the water or some shit, but just a earthquake, California trip tick, 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 three, two, one, trip tick. Nope. Still couldn't get it. Fuck it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> tip and trick. There we go. So, okay, cause I was oh wondering man, that. I still didn't oh, know. That one hurt my brain. You might have to run the rest of the episode, Mike. Woo. <laughs> I did notice, though, speaking of my brain being broken, like when I am on the bidet and like, like when I'm on the toilet now and I realize that I've been on my phone, like looking at shit like social media or scores or something, I'm like, man, I've been sitting here for five minutes. At least now I'm like, well, at least my asshole was being productive. It's getting washed. Like, I'm not just sitting on the toilet and like, oh, man, my le- uh, legs went to sleep. I need to get up. I've been here too long. Like, at least it's something's getting done in the process. That after a workout, Swamp ass is gone. Don't even need to take a shower. You just swash it out, and then you can get done the other dirty things you have to do before you get in a shower. That's good shit right there. But I will say, like, if now that I have one, if I go to your house and you don't, I will think less of you. Like, I'll think you're just a Neanderthal type of a person, uh, some sort of just savage that 
lives outside, basically. Stop, 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 stop thinking down on people. It's okay. Everyone doesn't want their butthole cleansed. But Listen, if you can afford it at this point in your life, you should have a bidet. It's just a luxury. Some that's people don't wonderful. like that, that level of power pushed into their rear. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I will say, though, I think my body is now used to having a bidet. It's only been like a week, obviously, since last weekend I went to Home Depot. But, like, I my body has started to take, like, the worst shits. Like, you know those, oh boy, like, I wish I had wipes for this one. Like, those, <laughs> you're slinging mud. Like, it's just gross. Like, my body is now in tune with the fact that it has a bidet. It's like, oh yeah, we're just not even going to try and hold this together anymore. We're just throwing it out there. Which has become a problem. Because not everywhere has a bidet. So, when you do that in a regular toilet, I'm like, oh god, what am I going to do now? I need to start pulling the mic Keep a wet wipe with you everywhere you go. Everywhere you go, man. Because I can't it's Alabama mandatory. wet wipe everywhere. That's disgusting. That's emergency status only. <laughs> but it's I, I got to figure something out. Uh, or a portable bidet. Maybe I'll just bring a squirt bottle and spray my asshole every time I go somewhere. Hey, that's a good idea, man. They have portable bidets. I was like, uh, yeah, that's bidets. a little too... Yeah, That's a little too up my ass, literally. Like you just walk in a place with a case, like, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a good thing. You don't never have to use toilet seat covers, though. You come in with your own toilet seat, like that. That's well, it still has to go ass. somewhere. Still have to shit in the hole. I mean, but it's gonna go on top of the other toilet seat, so I think I'm pretty safe at that point. As long as I'm not touching the toilet seat that other people touch, I'm good. Yeah, that's true. Are there any luxuries in your life that you've had and you're like, I can never go back now? Or like anything that you imagine, like, man, if I, if that ever happens, like I'll never be able to be a regular person. Like, like, like something simple. Like when, when women go from painting their nails at home to getting a manicure and a pedicure, they're like, fuck this, never doing that again. Like maybe that was fun. Or when you're an adult drinking a bottle of wine and doing it with your girlfriends, ha ha, that's funny. But Nobody's Sorry. actually going to sit and give themselves a manicure if they can go out and get one, right? That's a luxury that once you go there, you never go back. I mean, it depends on who you are and what you consider. In Some general, like a bed, a luxury. A bed is a luxury for me from where I'm from. I'm from. I used to sleep on the floor, Brendan. So yes, and I'll never want to go back to not having a bed, Brendan. Hey, I didn't have a bed for years too. We both didn't have beds. I didn't have a let bed. Me let me just take that back because I actually don't remember the last time I didn't have a bed. I'll give really? my mom that. Like, yes, she. she oh so, no, no, no! Bed. It was my parents always took care of me. It was when I was out being a hooligan on my own. It was like I, oh, no, in no, all I'm that moving situation, up. I didn't have a bed for like three years. I slept on couches, um, recliners. That just I slept anywhere I could. I slept in my car during the week when Luckily, I couldn't afford I've always, gas to commute. I've had a bed. I'm honestly speaking cell phones, bro. Cell phones. Cell phones. 100% cell phones. Could you uh, imagine luxury, if they were just like cellular? No a luxury. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, I don't consider them a luxury anymore. I think they're mandatory at this point. But when we first started, they were a luxury because we didn't have them. Well, it was something new. So it wasn't something that we needed or we're used to. But now it's like you need a cell phone. Okay. So, what, so in that same vein, like a tablet. A tablet's a luxury, but it's almost to the point where it's like, once you have one, you can't not have one anymore. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta have it. It's one. like in a new appendage. I hate that electronics are like new appendages. Like, once you get attached yeah. to it, it's there for life. It sucks, man. But also, it's just everyone has gone that route, so you have to have one. Like, you have to keep up. Even if you didn't want to, you have to have one to keep up with the world. Dude, like, I, I saw... I noticed that in my job, though. I yeah. that in my job, because everything is done email electronically, and then you come across these people who are like 80, and they're like, um, yeah, I don't have an email and I don't know how to work one. So I need you to put that in the mail. We're like, yeah, it's going to take you two years to get that done, bro. You do the mail compared to this 35 seconds it would take you to send this over the internet. But by all means, we adjust to everyone. So snail mail it is, boo. Snail mail it is. Dude, construction saw so many casualties with, because th these are guys that just like, I build shit. I don't do paperwork. And so not only did they not do paperwork well, when everything started to move electronically, then they're like, what the fuck? Like, I literally was still getting faxes a few years ago from somebody with invoices. Like, they would fax their invoice. I'm like, that's why you don't get work, bro. You got to keep up with the times. So I get what you're saying. Like, it's not even keeping up with the Joneses. It's keeping up with the times and, and the, the way time, that the, wor the, the world has evolved. And, yeah, you just, you have to stay relevant. It's not even about, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. It's about staying relevant. 
Which, yeah, man, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day about how, like, I remember because I still have friends. I mean, we have we cover that all the time on here on this podcast. How old, how long I've had my friends? So uh-huh. I've had friends for thirty plus years. Like, so we were together. We were friends before there were cell phones. But we were at home taking house phones. I've got three brothers, so it's one house phone, three brothers. Everybody with the little girlfriend, call waiting. Everybody get it. so from that and those <laughs> days. Of, one day you're gonna be able to see each other on the house phone too. Not just on the house phone. I could literally be walking down the street, looking at you, talking to you on Facetime, bro. Like the world has like full circle. Like where would we go without that stuff now? Like, and you're talking shit about my holograms. All right, Mike. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see, Mister Technology. I'm gonna send you a tell a fucking telegram hologram. We're gonna have to the market hologram. that somehow. The. The hologram, actually, that's a good marketing thing. And if it ever happens, you can say you thought of it here first. The telegram this hologram. Show. This is definitely. So this that's is a recorded it, show. So if everyone steals that idea, you at least can sue them based on the fact that you thought. Intellectual it property, bitches. <laughs> For every one half-cracked idea I have, there's a million more that right, don't even so make that much sense. Off camera, we got to talk about how we can make that happen and see if it is a good business idea. Fuck that on camera. If you are in the telegram or hologram business, (laughs) give us a buzz. Hologram telegrams. So you can tell people hello without actually seeing them. Oh, but think about how deep you can go. Think about if you can hologram someone. Like inside people with holograms? No, no, no. No, no. If you hologram their relatives, like if someone like someone like me who's lost uh, someone, so I have their voice, you just need to put it in a hologram form and have them pop up and say it. Because I have a bro, you just fucking ruined our idea. Because now everybody's gonna do it. That was brilliant. I gave us a push into the breeze, and you fucking solidified a pillar, and then you just gave it out to the world, Mike. I like it. They can't steal it. It's our idea. It's I don't know how holograms work, buddy. Now we just got to start doing the work. But it's our idea. Do not steal our idea. You can't just tell people to not steal your idea. Talk to Pringles about it. You know, I invented those little cans. Didn't invent them. I thought of them. It's like Facebook. Remember the Facebook movie? Even though he didn't have no proof that they stole it, they said, we got a video that you stole it from us, word of mouth, and they still got a word of something. We actually have a full video. So if someone steals our idea, we can show up at court with this video and say, yo, they watched our video and stole our idea. All right. But then you have to admit that holograms are relevant and dinosaurs are real. Dinosaurs are not real, and holograms can be made relevant depending on who the hologram is of. You know they did a whole Michael Jackson tour hologram? Yes, that's what I'm saying. This is why I'm so confused that you don't believe that holograms are a real thing, that are going to happen. I I know they're a real thing. I don't think that they, before my idea just hit me 10 seconds ago, I didn't think of the importance of how important they could be, but if we can hologram people that people care about. You 100% could do that. I don't know how to tell you this, Mike, but Tupac and Michael Jackson are dead. That's how they use the hologram. But to make them personal, that is how you that's how you get the market. And once you get the technology flowing enough to where you could rapidly produce these things, that's when you charge that, you know, 300 bucks a pop. We send it to you. Oh, we send it to your hologram device or we can hand deliver it for you. It's. It's solid, Why are bro. we not this computer? Why are we not like computer wizards? We wouldn't need anyone's help. We could just start Listen, doing first of all, day. being a computer whiz has nothing to do with knowing how holograms work. Well, I'm sure that technology and computers has something to do with holograms. Well, of course it does. All right, then. So what do you mean it has nothing to do with it? I think it has everything to do with it, Brendan. Listen, Mike, <laughs> just saying that my, my computer skills, I would say, are above average from most, as far as above average, yes. For a hologram, you need to be not even expert. You need to be like in the next stratosphere. Exactly my point. So if I were to try and get into that arena and figure it out on my own, by the time I did a shitty beta version of it, that's when the geniuses are going to come up with it. I'd rather hire the geniuses. Do it like Breaking Bad or like a nuclear bomb. Like you hire the right guy and you just shove them in a bunker. And then he just, just tools just away on your things, and you feed him drugs, you women, you feed him whatever food he wants, and he just lives in that bunker. I'm just greedy. What do you want me to say, man? I wanted it to just be us all the way through. We didn't need anybody else. Too bad we're not that computer savvy. So Did you not just hear computer. what I said? We're holding him in a bunker. He doesn't get paid. <laughs> God. Well, brother, 
You missed the kidnapping part of our thing. And then we launder the money through the laundry business. The laundry business. And they would be like, what happened to that guy? We're paying him. And that's, nope, we're actually paying ourselves because that guy's in a fucking bunker. Fuck that guy. We launder it through his name. I don't know. Because he's in a bunker, we can just put it in his bank account and take it out. No one knows. That's true. Just steals identity. That's way easier. See? I come, I'm the idea man. You're the follow through guy. I like that. Gotcha. On that note. I will put my foot so far up your ass, the water on my knee will quench your thirst. All right, super fight. Second to last. We're doing this at Madison Square Garden in front of a capacity crowd, Mike. And we got to figure out our last one. Last one's going to be fucking, I don't know. It's going to be good. All right, what number? One. Oh! E.T. Mike is E.T. I've never seen that movie. And I am a mad scientist. Shout out to my boys at Mad Scientist Party Hour who don't know me at all. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. What do you want for your attributes? E.T. versus Mad Scientist. This is a good start. Three. One, two, three. First attribute is E.T. throws bears. Throws bears. And my mad scientist is a hundred stories tall. Don't worry, the bears will right. get right on down. Uh oh, E.T. is made of paper. You are fucked. Wow. And a mad scientist, a hundred stories tall, really, really has to pee. Alright, E.T., you're made of paper and throw bears. What you got? Oh, do I need anything? Else? I think you I don't have shit. Bears. I'm a mad scientist, so I got all kinds of alchemy and shit brewing in my brain. What is that going to help you with if you get hit with a bear? Okay, I'm a hundred stories it? tall. A bear is like an ant to me. A bear is going to break you down. A bear? A bear. Like a grizzly. Whatever. Got care bear. I don't give a fuck what kind of bear you throw at me. Okay, Gummy so bear. Hundred stories tall, which means that your legs are just chopped downable. So when the le- when okay, well, hits, well, hey. Leg. Let's think this through, Mike. My legs are 50% of my body. My legs are 50 stories tall. That means even just to get up on my foot, that's at least three stories. Minimum. It doesn't matter. I'm throwing a a bear. A bear has to climb up my feet. That takes a while. Why would he have to climb up when he was thrown at you? He's going to hit you and break something. Okay. E.T. made of paper. How far can he throw a bear? It's a he, right? She? They? E.T. was a he. Being made of paper had nothing to affect with my first attribute, which gives me the ability to throw bears. It doesn't change my attribute. I can throw bears, and they weigh thousands of pounds, so when they hit the bear, it's going to break. We opened up Madison Square Garden so that we could be in the ring. It's reinforced with whatever steel it needs to down to the Earth's core so that I can stand in the middle of Madison Square Garden. Right. First of all, you're taller than Madison Square Garden, so you'd be hanging out the roof. That's what I'm saying. Cut a hole in the roof. I'm sticking out the top. We're oh, we're modifying Madison Square Garden for this. Okay, and then I'm gonna break you down. No, you can't break me down. Listen, Mike, this is a this is quick and easy. We can get this one over with fast. All right, you are yeah, ET made of paper. I'm a mad scientist, a hundred stories tall bears. that really has to pee. All I do is piss on your paper body. You are done, bitch. I throw bears. You can't throw bears if you're wet. Have you ever touched wet paper? It disintegrates. You are toast. And where are you hiding the bears? I'm not hiding them anyway. I'm just throwing them. You can't throw them if you're a wet piece of paper. You're done. I pissed on you. I peed on you to kill you. That's fantastic. I got your ass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that couldn't have played out better. Wonderful. Wonderful. Let me tell you why I suck. It's because you're made of paper. Sorry, kid. There was no way you're going to win that one. I should have won. If I throw a bear, I definitely think... If you weren't made of paper, you had an argument. But I had to really pee. I'm 100 stories tall. Do you know what kind of flow? Just the pressure alone is going to just cave your skull in. I'm just saying. That waterfall of urine is just taking you out. You're made of paper, dude. This week, I will happily concede to you because I was made of paper. You're made of paper. That's tough. That's a tough one. Well, I mean, you never said what kind of paper, so we can keep this going because I could be construction no, paper, which isn't going to break out to some little piss on it. Or do you know how big a hundred-story dick is? 
Woo! That's like three sets of stairs, son. Yeah, no chance. Uh, well, speaking of fun stuff like three-story dicks. Um, dude, so we went out uh, to the comedy store on Friday night. It was the first Friday night that the comedy store, the mecca of stand-up comedy, has been open uh, since since it closed during the pandemic. And it was fucking awesome. I mean, the room we were in, the crowd, besides our table and, like, a few other people off to the side, was dog shit. Like, nobody was laughing. It was a dead room, except for one lady in the front who wanted to be a part of the show so bad. Do you remember who was there? Any yeah. Comedian? I mean, it, there was a ton. Um, the headliners that most people would know would be, like, Harlan Williams, uh, Mark Marin. Uh, Andrew Santino, uh, Marilyn Rakovic. I mean, there's there's a ton of people. That, and oh, so it was, was a lot of comedians. Oh, How many were there? I believe there were nine. No, it was a long three, show. Um, yeah, nine. Yeah, so they did. Uh, the, everybody got 15 minute sets, so they were all killers. It's like there was no openers, no nothing. It was just killer, killer, killer. So it was like we were in the back howling, laughing hysterically, but everybody else in the room was just like, uh, what do we do? I'm like, I don't know. You came to a comedy show, you fucking idiot. You're supposed <laughs> to laugh at jokes, not make them. But I also did realize, because we had a great weekend. You know, it was Mother's Day weekend. We had baseball. We had just lots of great stuff going on. But I did have the thought that like having, having a really fun or exciting or meaningful Friday evening, Friday night. It's kind of like for the weekend, it's like working out in the morning. Like once you get that over with, you're so optimistic about the rest of your time. You know, like, it's just, <laughs> it seems to open up the rest of the, the day or the weekend and everything seems a little bit easier. Everything's a little brighter, you know? So, I mean, Hey, have fun on Fridays and work out in the morning. Speaking of which 30 days of pain, son, it is hurting. A little bit, not too bad. Sure, it's called thirty days of pain. It's been pain involved. It's been a lot, (laughs) dude. I'm actually fucking enjoying it. And as I'm turning up the volume on it, I'm ramping it up. I'm getting fucking more excited. I'm looking forward to it more. And you know, even when I'm not, not increasing the, the weight or the reps or the distance I'm going or whatever it is, if I'm I'm staying in the same lane, I'm just trying to increase the time the efficiency that I do them, you know, the, the less breaks, all that kind of stuff. So it's, I am doing all those other things too, but in my, when I'm trying to do my rest mode and not kill myself, that's kind of what I do is, is just try and tighten up the time instead of adding more weight or adding more, you know, um, wear and tear on the body. It's just make it more concise. Seems to help that. And, uh, I've been doing, I've been watching, uh, Rod Tang, Rod Tang, I think is how you pronounce his name. Uh, this killer Mu- Muay Thai fighter. Um, I've been just putting on his fights in the background while I've been doing shit in the house. And then when I go out for my runs, I do... I don't think we've talked about this. Maybe in private. But when I go on my runs or whatever, like I take like short breaks. Like if I'm running around, like I'll do a figure eight around a couple of blocks. Like I'll take, I'll take like one stretch of one block. So, you know a tenth of a mile, and I'll walk it out to try and catch my breath, get my legs back, and then I'll get going again. But sometimes when I do that, I'll do it like, you know me, I'm weird and have to put a little stank on everything. So I'll do it with like a pimp limp. And I get caught by my neighbors sometimes. It's like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, why is he walking like that? But it's you just to do, it's just to have me. fun while I'm walking for, you know, a tenth of a mile. And then I'll next time I walk, I'll do it on the other side so it's even. I don't know. I'm fucking weird like that. Is, the, is it the harassing neighbor? No. No, it's not the harassing neighbor. It's just general neighbor. Like, I know I recognize the cars, but don't recognize the people. They drive around the block every day or whatever. So, I don't know. I get some weird side eyes, but I don't really give a shit. So, so yeah. Speaking of running, uh, did you watch Kentucky Derby at all? I watched it, but it was no point because they cheated. That <laughs> is true. So, yeah, that's that's Bob Baffert, man. He so he what? Caught twi- cheating twice already this year, so he's banned from all track. Um, yeah, so I cheat because it's horse racing. Everybody cheats. It's it's, it's any is. kind of racing. It's 
You know you're gonna get caught, bro. No, most most times they don't. You already got caught last time though, so why'd you do the same thing over again? Because most times they don't. That's why. But I understand most times you don't. So if you had still not gotten caught, cool. You just got caught doing the same thing, bro. Because like he has he has plausible because it's that bank. it's different than like the baseball steroids thing where it was like these you know like everybody was trying to mask it with other shit and like oh this no I didn't know it was in the cream this guy and that same thing as the horse they're saying oh it was in this cream whereas I heard him on an interview with Dan Patrick yesterday or the day before and yesterday because yeah and he's like. Oh, yeah, we haven't applied any ointments or anything like that. So he's saying they didn't, and then they found it in an ointment. It's just this stupid, weird shell game that they're playing to try and get you to look somewhere else. Because Bob Baffert didn't do it himself, so he has plausible deniability. Unlike somebody like Barry Bonds or Mark McGuire or somebody who's trying to fucking Let me ask you this. hold all this shit off. Go for it. Let me ask you this. Bob Baffert, who is head trainer, famous renowned has his own, I'm guessing, training company. So even though he actually didn't do it himself, you think they did it without his approval? No, he absolutely knows about it. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. Exactly. So Bob Baffert can stop going on these damn tours trying to convince people that he had nothing to do with this and didn't know. Bro, that's why you got suspended by from both tracks. Because they know you know. Yeah. Dude. (laughs) <laughs> well, th- yeah. So stop I have, trying to sell that dream to anybody because ain't nobody buying it, my guy. Just accept the fact that you got caught cheating. See, I prefer. I would like you better if you walked in like, yeah, man, cheat. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's right. Sorry, I got caught. That's it. And walk out. That's it. That's all you got to do. Oh, all he had to do was just go. Look, as far as I know, this horse was doing this. I don't know anything outside of that. And don't go on a tour trying to save your name to convince people because yeah. then you're you're. If you don't have, even if he personally didn't know, if you don't have all the information, don't go on all these interviews and fucking start spewing shit and then go, oh, well, actually, technically, yes, I forgot about that. You're going to get Tom Brady, bro. You're going to get Tom Brady. Because at first, Tom Brady was, no, no, I didn't know. Then they took his phone and found the text message, and now he don't have those phones no more because they made him disappear. Because the little kid, he's 18 years old. You think he's going to bat for you or to lie for you to tell you that you didn't tell him to deflate those balls, bro? Yeah. Just like you know, if your second line trainer gets pulled to the side and their life depends on it because they need a job and need to feed their family and the whoever the commission is, ask them, Well, yeah, did Bob know about these steroids? They're gonna be like, Absolutely, he gave me the cream himself. Like, yeah, like, bro, that's how that's gonna go. So, like, these little tours that you're going on to try to say your name is pointless. Well, I you think won. it's over, it Got better be money. over. Well, no, they got a second sample, so they're going to test the second sample. Yeah, but they, but they already... If he had, has enough money, he might... They already admitted that it was in a cream. They already admitted that it was in a cream. They found it in a cream, blah, 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 blah. Oh, then he so said, it's going to come up as negative or positive so again. my question to you. Do you win? Like, say, so you bet it on the horse and you won the bet. You keep How your money. Get that money back. No, no, no. So if here's here's what happens is whoever won based on Medina, whatever, um, everybody keeps their money, and everybody that lost who would have won, including my dad, he would have hit the pick six if Moder- whatever not Moderna, whatever the the seven horse was who got second place barely, he had that in his pick six. That was the only race he lost. So even if Bob Baffert's horse gets disqualified, which it will, and they announce the seven horse as the winner. All those people do not win their bets. I would sue. I believe you if you take that to court, you can win. You can't. It's if happened you take before. It to court, you can win. It's happened before. If you take it to court, you can win. I promise you, bro. Mike, for a you black man, you really do trust the justice system. I mean, the court system. I don't, I don't, know. I don't trust the justice system. <laughs> I just see it. I trust see it way more than I do. Like this. Oh, I don't trust him at all. But that ain't the justice system, man. That's like the different. Court. I know, that's but that's like, a court that's system like, still. Yeah, I said justice yeah. system and then followed up with court because I meant courts. Oh, yeah. But no, still. No, I feel you. But yeah. But no, I'm telling you, man, I see people win cases. Like I read this article one time was Lady Sue Nordstrom's after tripping over her own child. Because when it comes to suing and stuff like that, like. Yeah, but that's a one off case. That's a one off case. You find loopholes. And. How many people, here's the thing, how many people are going to say, oh, well, I threw my ticket away? Well, tough shit. 
You know, like there's just, they just say no, absolutely not, not because you can't open the door. If you open the door a little bit, the floodgates open. So they just have to go, nope, fuck it. If you hate us, don't ever bet on horse racing again. And the degenerates will go right back. So it doesn't fucking matter. Because Until in their the head, day, here's the thing. It might actually everywhere. even be better for the horse racing industry because all these fuckers that thought that they should have won are going to go, see, I knew what I was talking about. And they're going to go back to the track, double down, lose their shit, go, nope, that was one race you got lucky. And who knows if that seven horse would have been running up front if it wasn't being challenged by this other horse. Because a lot of these horses go based off of where they're running in the pack and all that kind of shit. So who knows if that horse would have even been up front. That's why you have to just DQ the race. They get announced as a winner in the books. It goes in the history books as that horse is the winner. But that's it. Nothing else well, how changes. Is it? So then as far as the purses from Baffert gets to keep his money too? Like, okay, so betting no, is one no, no, thing. No, no, no. So that, as far as the purse of the horses yeah. who actually won and the purse that they re, get Yeah, from, it gets reallocated. So what happens is okay, they take okay. that. Yeah, they take that back and everything. So Bob Baffert better return his check. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck about that check, dude. But yes, <laughs> he will. Uh, speaking of he gone, Albert Pujols finally signing off. Jeez, man. Took him long enough. Dude, when he got traded to the Angels, he should have retired then. He was pretty good like the first two seasons. Mm, he was he was a novelty act. But they thought he was going to hold on long enough to break the home record that he just like totally like. Yeah, like, that's all they wanted him for. And then as soon as yeah. that wasn't going to happen, fucking go. Retire. Because all you're doing is eating up spots retire. for the guys that could help them fucking win. And his replacement I mean, he, has already, his war is already like, why the fuck did you have Albert Pujols on the team? Because you're paying him $50 million. You have to play him. No, you don't. You've already sold all the jerseys you're going to sell. The game before he retires, you bring him back, let him wave his little hat, and then get back in the dugout and go away. What I'm saying is you're paying him $40 million and you didn't make no money last season because of a pandemic. You better put him to work at some <laughs> some capacity to get your return of your investment. Baseball contracts are not written on toilet paper like football. No, contract. they're not. Those are for you're life, pay motherfucker. Him every dime of that money, you better get as much as return on that investment as you can, buddy. Yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> just one of those things that's just like he tainted his own legacy. If he went out when he should have gone out, even a year or two after he joined the Angels, when it wasn't great but still pretty damn good for as old as he was, then you go. You don't hang around for another, what was that, six, seven years? Like, I don't even know how much longer he's been around. Like, way too long. And now, the allure of the absolute monster he was in St. Louis is like, yeah. Well, you know, it also has to do with the fact that he got caught up in the, oh, well, you can't play forever because you can't take steroids anymore era. Yeah. Because those dudes, Barry Bonds, didn't play forever because clearly they want steroids. Bro. Yeah. Like, Mark McGuire played for like 20 years. Barry Bonds, Sammy. So, like, they played forever because they clearly had the recovery ability of steroids. Right. Well, supposedly the testing has gotten harder. So, yeah, Barry, a pool hole. Sorry, buddy. Break down. So, like, at the Alice Rodriguez career, they got hard on steroids. <laughs> To his career, <laughs> like, bro, yeah, but see, the did. thing about A Rod was once he was no longer going to be an everyday starter, he retired. Yeah, he, he was getting paid so much. Uh, what do you need this for? Well, that's Pujols. How much fucking money do you need, man? Well, Pujols actually loved the game. Like, you got to realize they came from two different places. I understand he loves the game. Be a fucking coach. They make money too. Oh, I mean, yeah, they he's could. already going to be a coach. coach. Right like, now. why aren't you just right. fucking doing that? He should, what he should have done, what he should have done, Mike, is like four years ago or three years ago, he should have brokered a deal with some team. He can't retire. No, no, no. He should have brokered a deal with some team to get traded to the fucking, he should have been traded to the Marlins and be a player manager like fucking Pete Rose. That's what he should have done. He goes in, pinch hits every now and again and fucking runs the team. That's what he should have done. That would have been badass. And the Marlins suck dick. So nobody cares. Do they really? I thought they were pretty... Uh, Maybe now, but high. they've sucked shit for so... As soon as they were like, hey, we signed John Carlos Stanton, $250 million. We're trading him next year. It's like, all right, fuck you, Marlins. You know, Way you to go, to Jeets. Break it down to build it up, man. Yeah. Gotta break it down to build it up, baby. <sighs> the Marlins yeah. win the World Series every once in a while, so just keep an eye out because it could happen any day now. I don't know how they do it, but every once in a while... Dontrell Willis has been gone for a long time, so is Josh Beckett. Fucking, they ain't getting <laughs> shit for a long time. <laughs> Why would they? Nobody cares about baseball in Miami. 
you know what? You never expected those two championships, but they found a way to get those two, right? They'll find a way to get another one. Somehow, some way, the Marlins find a way. I don't know how. It just happens every now and then. Well, that happens for every team every now and again. Unless it doesn't, then it's a huge story because their drought is just fucking ruins America. These fucking losers. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got the NFL schedule released tomorrow, so we'll have to talk about that next week. But we do have UFC 262 coming up this week. Which well, you know, supposedly game one is going to be Cowboys Bucks. It is going to be night. the Bucks. That's guaranteed. It's going to be Bucks at Raymond James Stadium. But if it's Cowboys, I'm going. No, you're not. Guaranteed, bro. Yeah, you would. Tickets go on sale tomorrow, same day they release the game. If they tell me Cowboys Bucks are week one and they're selling single game tickets tomorrow, I'm getting me one. To hell with that. You only live once, Brendan. You only live once. So does that mean you're going to get a good seat, a mediocre seat, or just a seat? I'm going to get a mediocre seat. I don't do bad seats, and I can't afford a good one. Wow, unless y'all, like, run these views up by the time the game starts. (laughs) (laughs) By the time the tickets sell, that's tomorrow. This doesn't even come out till Thursday. You're fucked, Mike. (laughs) Well, go back and run the views up on the other one. Actually, hey, still if the, hey, if the views get up, you can purchase it on StubHub, Mike. You go third party because you're living large, man. <laughs> there you go, bud. Yeah. Two, so UFC 262 in Vegas is going to be, like, the main card is going to be sick again. Is that this weekend? That's Saturday, yeah. So the main card is Shane Burgos and Edson Barbosa. Barbosa is a fucking maniac that just knocks people out in the weirdest ways. I hope it's the same thing. Um, then they have, okay. They have two chicks fighting, Catelyn Chukagin or Caitlyn. It's K-A-T-L-Y-N. Is that Catelyn or fucking Caitlyn? And why are her parents retarded? That's Kate. That's Cat. Ah, where's the I? There is no I. Catelyn. K-A-T-L-Y-N. Yeah, that might be Catelyn. That might be Catelyn. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I don't care for it. So, come on, forget her first name. Let's pronounce this last name, buddy. Chukagan. Run that for me. Chukagan. Huh? Chukagan. C H O K A G A I N. Chukagan. So, you came across her name, and the first name is what brought you to this. Yeah, it pissed me off. It's missing a letter. Her last name is Chukagan. <laughs> I can pronounce her last name, and it's a weird spelling. I can't pronounce her first name, and it's a regular name. Yeah, I hate it. Against uh, Vivian, somebody. I hope Vivian wins. Kick her ass, Vivian. And then, uh, then I don't know if it's co-main event or not, but Tony Ferguson is fighting Darius, and Tony Ferguson's a maniac. This is going to be a make or break for Tony Ferguson. Because if he loses this one, he lost to Justin Gaethje in the title fight for the title. He lost to Charles Oliveira, who is fighting on the next fight on this card. And... Now he's fighting this Darius dude who has a six-fight win streak, two knockouts, two submissions. Guy can do it all. If Tony Ferguson can't get over on this guy and it's three losses in a row, I think he's got to cut it. But Tony Ferguson is such a weird, badass dude that has crazy cardio that if he can get past him, then it's like, oh, okay, Tony's back. And then maybe he goes on a three, four fight run to the title, you know, title content. But... I don't know. We'll see. And then the main event is Oliveira and Michael Chandler. I'm so pumped for this fight. So Michael Chandler's a dog. Why? Oh, okay. I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, Oliveira's on an eight-fight win streak. The last time he lost was in December of 2017. He's going to lose. Michael Chandler's going to kill him. Yeah. Well, he is, he's a finisher, dude. Oliveira's nobody to be messed with. He is a bad mother. But no, Michael is, Chandler yeah. had his debut... Back in like January, and I, I think it was one of the first episodes we had. I was like, watch out for this motherfucker. This guy's a dude. He KO'd Dan Hooker like ooh, one of those and yeah, like no, I've seen a couple of, like, technical seen, like, clean. Highlights. So I'm, I'm he's he's the guy I'm I'm strapping to. I, after I saw his debut in January, I'm like, all right, he seems like he's cool on the mic. He doesn't seem like he's gonna be into weird hatefulness or anything like that. I think I'm gonna hitch my wagon to this dude and let's see what he does. So <laughs> Anyway, outside of that, that's Saturday. You watching anything lately? No. Basketball, no. I mean, basketball playoff doesn't start till Tuesday. Um, watching anything new? 
What happened? I, watched, I just started watching something. Why can't I not think of it? Um, 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 I can't remember. But P Valley's about to come back. What is that? <laughs> Check it out on Stars. What is it? TV show. Well, thanks, Mike. What's it about? About life in the strip club, bro. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. Pretty wild. Pretty wild. From the girl's perspective or the manager's or just the whole thing? The or? owner. The owner who is a man who is now a woman. Ah, now we're getting interested. See, Mike, you can't just say it's on stars. That's not a good selling point. Now I'm interested. A transition mm-hmm. strip club owner and the day-to-day ins and outs of the craziness that goes on. And the life of being a strip club owner. That sounds interesting. Work on Very yourself. <laughs> Work on yourself, Mike. <laughs> well, I'm trying to sell it down. Do nothing for me. Forget P Valley for real. I know, but what if <laughs> if you enjoy <laughs> it? Wouldn't you want other people to enjoy it? That's I'm I never understood that shit about like. Did you? I know it was big with like people I went to school with. If you were into music that they were into for a long time already. And you're like, oh, yeah, I just started listening to them. I really like them. I've been listening for years. Like, you're a fucking asshole. Or <laughs> I hate, you know, I hate that they're popular now. It's like, if they're one of your favorite bands, wouldn't you want them to be successful? Probably, Why are you a fucking yeah. asshole? Technically speaking, I guess you're right. Right? I mean, I like, I it's, agree. okay, so you want extra cool points? Okay, I'll tell you what. I'll give you one cool point for liking the thing that I liked before I liked it. I'll give you negative two points for having to tell me that. So you are in this, you suck column, if you're telling me that. How about that? Anyway, I've been watching uh, reruns of old Crank Yankers because Crank Yankers just came back on Cinco de Mayo. Really? Yes. Did you ever watch Crank Yankers? Yes, I did. Crank Yankers is pretty funny. Yay! It's the best, dude. <laughs> so I'm excited. Crank Yankers is back. Did you Did you ever used to be a prankster at all? No, a little bit. A little bit? We did. We did type of prank that people didn't like. They were, they were pretty harsh. I've, I've done some terrible pranks in my day. Uh, any uh, ones that you are proud of? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever done pranks. Out of all of them that went through successfully. Yeah, there you go. They were, like, oh, boy. they were successful. I'm proud of it. Might have hurt somebody along the way, but oh, well. <laughs> they'll be all right. Yeah, I had, some, I had some good ones back in the day. But, I mean, they're easy, too, so... I'll tell you what, if you're listening, I'll give you the inside information. So the first one is the double remote with your significant other. Chances are you have more than one television, which usually will have the same type of service. You'll either have a cable box, satellite box, Apple TV, whatever your streaming thing is. If you do that, they usually have the same remote. So what you can do is have one remote on your side or in the kitchen or wherever you are and when the other person starts messing with it or just sitting there watching tv you just hit change the channel hit mute do some random shit every now and again freaks them the fuck out and they start bashing the remote it's delightful no man step your technology game up so now you have the ability to access and control all your tv from different rooms so just throw youtube on on your main living room tv out of nowhere fucks everybody that works too. People up. But you have to be careful. We talked about this, Mike, with the airplane, because <laughs> next time you go and put on some porn, it projects to the living room, and then you're in trouble. Not you only are you in trouble, then you get found out about what kind of porn you're watching. Don't project porn to your TV, and don't watch hentai. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the Japanese animation porn? Yeah, is that the one where they stick like octopuses see. in like vaginas and stuff and weirdness? Yes, man. Somebody used a, uh, a hentai bar in battle rap last week, so I had to Google it and find out what it was. <laughs> I don't know you which is worse, the that, fact man. that you had to Google it or the fact that I knew exactly what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you a pass because I think you watch like Dragon Ball Z and shit. So. No, I don't. Oh, well, then why do you know what that is, Brendan? Because... I like to explore every avenue of everything. So I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then you look at it and you go, that's definitely not for me. All right. I hope your friends, I hope your friends judge you when they hear this. <laughs> You're my only friend. <laughs> and I'm definitely not judging you. <laughs> that's a problem. You're encouraging me. You're feeding the fire. 
Absolutely, man. I'm always of the ilk of everyone. Do what makes you happy, even if it's watching hentai, baby. Watch your hentai and enjoy it. <laughs> oh shit! Well, on that note, um, hey, we're gonna we're gonna keep ramping up the the playlist. So this week, I'm actually taking one from a suggestion from uh, my favorite, your Dow pal, and we're going Beastie Boys and Rage Against the Machine. So we're hitting hard. This is gonna help with the 30 Days of Pain. Throw it on the background. If you don't like Beastie Boys and Rage Against the Machine, why don't you just try something else that you like? I don't know. Uh, and <laughs> Oh, man. So listen up here, guys. Knowledge drop of the week. If you have glasses, you got to go to the optometrist every now and again, you know, to check on your prescription, get a new prescription, because your vision changes over time, right? So this week... Maybe make an appointment with the world's optometrist, right? It's been a while since you've taken a look at the world. Maybe you're squinting through some outdated lenses. Take a fresh look on life. See what you got. See what you're missing out on. Smell the roses. It's May. Right? There you go. All right, Mike. April showers bring the May flowers, baby. There wasn't a whole lot of April showers, but the May flowers, let's bring them in droves. Yeah, I forgot you live in Cali because there was a whole bunch of showers here, buddy. Do you have a lot of flowers now? Whole bunch of, hopefully, I don't know. Can't look right now, but well, you're a daisy. <laughs> All right, everybody, check us out on Instagram. Follow us at Black Irish Pod at Black Irish Two One Three for Mike at Brendallis Seven for me. I will also be trying to hit some open mics. So if you want some stand-up comedy, follow me on Instagram. I'll be bouncing around, hopefully. And on that <laughs> note, have a great week. Can't wait to see you next week. Bring that pain. <laughs>